I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. A few days ago, we observed the 35th anniversary of the Space Shuttle Challenger explosion that killed seven brave astronauts. And uh, didn't get a chance to actually get into that I just thought it'd kind of bring the room down and uh, it would it would basically uh, having us reflect back on the failure that the, the shuttle program eventually became um, I mean I'm and it's arguable that the shuttle missions were a failure but it just uh, I've had conversations before with people who've said it's the equivalent of taking a bus out of the garage having to go around the earth a couple times that's all it was but you know it was interesting at least the Space program had something going on at the time, and I thought, you know, I even met a shuttle astronaut. Uh, good guy, uh, just that by the time uh, we had a conversation on a cable channel about the moon landing, he and I didn't like each other afterwards, and I, I didn't, I didn't want to cause trouble with him. In fact, he was just an amazing astronaut. I thought, it's an astronaut. My God, you know, guys been up in space, you know, pro- you know, again, it, you, I look at astronauts just like I, I'd, I'd look at a veteran or I'd look at a, a soldier who fights. I mean, they, they got more cojones than I do. I sit in a studio and gripe all the time. But I just, you know, I, I was amazed by uh, the, he was not my first astronaut. I've met a few. Um, never met Buzz Aldrin or, or Neil Armstrong or anybody like that. But a few shuttle astronauts I've, I've met, uh, former uh, NASA. Oh, no, I, I interviewed Chuck Cernan. But I, I was never, I, I, I interviewed him over the phone. So I, I don't know. Uh, I, I just have an affinity for space. I, I, I love it because, of course, I love the topic of aliens, UFOs, Avi Loeb, Moa Moa. I mean, come on, space travel is amazing. I mean, Star Trek, Star Wars. These are things I really like. Uh, and, and, you know, another thing, too, is I grew up in Utah where, you know, Morton Thiokol was about 20 miles away, 30 miles away from where I lived. And this is where the O-rings were made for the space shuttle program. Of course, the failed Challenger explosion was because of the O-ring problems that were at Morton Thiokol. And, but, you know, only two failures uh, in the whole space shuttle program where people were killed, astronauts were killed. No real new information, though, that was out there. And, uh, you know, and we kept being promised that this was just, you know, the shuttle program was going to be used to not only take the bus out for a drive, but it was also going to be used to go to the space station and bring astronauts food and stuff. And now, well, for the longest time, we were contracting Russia. We were having a, a, a deal with Russia to send astronauts to the space shuttle, uh, to the space station to, well, actually send food to the space station as well. And I thought, why are we relying on Russia? You know, and, and, and this whole nonsense about how the Russia was our enemy and everything. I mean, if they're our enemy, why are they helping us with our space program? It just didn't make any sense. But, I mean, looking back at, you know, our failed space programs, it's important to indicate that President Barack Obama crippled NASA's efforts to send astronauts beyond low Earth orbit. When Obama came into office, he did what a number of other presidents have done to determine their goals for NASA. He formed a presidential commission to study the space agency, and then he came up with some recommendations. So he, you know, you form a committee, you sit in the committee, and you basically steer it where you're saying, well, I think there are far more 
uh, important things we need to invest our money in. So I'm going to cut your budget. You know, that's basically what it is. We're going to bring you all together. Then I'm going to cut your budget. So you're going to have to deal with, you know, whatever. And that's all it's been is cutting budget and budget cutting. And and uh, and so that's why you have now SpaceX. That's why you have, uh, you know, these other companies, you know, Bezos and others who want to do space because, you know, space has been neglected. The budgets have been neglected in our government for some time. But we've had a lot of conservative presidents like, uh, you know, George W. Bush and and of course, Donald Trump, who said, yeah, we're all for the space program. Let's get it going. And the reason why is because, as Barack Obama once said, and, and this is one of the reasons why he basically said no to, you know, exorbitant, you know, budgets for space. He says, well, you know, space is an America first issue. And we should be more, you know, universal. We should more, be more worldly with our concepts and our conquests of space. We need to do, you know, we need to do it all together as a world. It's a, it's a world bring people together in a world government or a world, uh, you know, philosophy. I, I think Reagan kind of hinted at it too when he said, you know, our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. You know, I, but that was an alien threat. That was the idea that if there were aliens out there wanting to eat us, then we would certainly band together as a, as a group. I mean, that's what Independence Day was all about, right? You see the Independence Day movie or Armageddon where NASA saves the day. You know, it, it's just time and time and again we get told that, you know, our space program is amazing. Well, yeah, they do amazing things, but it's not as amazing as it used to be. I mean, Lockheed Martin CEO Norm Augustine uh, headed up the Augustine Commission during the Obama administration. Actually, it was named after Norm Augustine. I don't know if he headed up, but it's called the Augustine Commission. And basically, they returned with a set of recommendations after a few months of convening during the Obama administration. So the commission found... The program then in existence, Project Constellation, was not executable under any reasonable budget. So the program that was started by President George W. Bush, Constellation, had been underfunded and had faced technical challenges for years. So what did the commission do? Well, they offered two alternatives. The first was Moon First, which would have focused America's efforts on a return to the moon. The second was Flexible Path, which would have sent... American astronauts to every destination besides the moon, whether to put man on an asteroid or send him to the moons of Mars, like Phobos and Deimos, whatever. I mean, something simple. Landing them on a, on a small, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, planetoid, I guess. I don't know what you'd call it. It's basically like an asteroid or a rock or whatever. But both options would lead to, you know, an interest in space again. Finding that holy grail or whatever it is that's out there. Every space exploration enthusiast would have loved the idea of going to various places in space, eventually landing on Mars. So the kicker was both that these options, well, these options had a pretty high budget, okay? $3 billion a year, $3 billion a year for NASA to do these missions. And so for the Obama administration, which was not shy about spending money in areas that it cared about, said, well, guess what, guys? Price tag's too high, too much for us to bear. Bye-bye space programs. So this, this response was formulated in secret, but when the budget started rolling out and people like me who are interested in space budgets, people like me are interested in what NASA is going to do next, budgets rolled out in 2011, and... Uh, Project Constellation was canceled. 
I think it was like 2010 or 2011, I'm not sure, but it was canceled. Just cut it off, you know, get rid of Constellation. Everything that we had hoped for, what was it? We were going to land a man on the moon in 2020. We're supposed to have uh, another mission in 2015. Here we are in 2021, and uh, we're nowhere. Uh, you know, we have a lot of high hopes, but nothing, right? And so NASA, at the time, was given budgets to conduct studies on heavy lift rockets, deep space propulsion, and other technologies that it was said in the fullness of time would be, uh, you know, once we have achieved that goal, going out in space, landing on Mars, doing whatever we want to do out there would be cheaper and easier. And so, yes, we've been hearing about all these wonderful patents, like we had the show the other night talking about the, the, uh, the space-time weapons and all of these things that will change the fabric of reality and all these big dreams and ideas that we have on the drawing board that aren't getting anywhere because budgets to space programs are just non-existent. Congress, back in the time of Obama, was not consulted, and they got angry, okay? There was this bipartisan anger and the Obama administration made two critical errors here. They had, well, they, they, they didn't consult with Congress or anyone else when they decided to kill the Constellation program. They just did it. This is, ah, we're going to do it. So the White House blatantly pulled a bureaucratic dodge that was apparent even to the person who, well, like me and others, it was just apparent that this was just dirty pool. It was, it was just, it was just dirty how this went down. To kill a popular program that everybody had hopes for, after you know, they study it to death, that's the thing. They, they went in, they met, they studied, they studied, they studied, and then all of a sudden, nope, don't want it. Nowhere in the Obama plan was there a commitment to send astronauts anywhere. We find there was no talk of that. There was no. Uh, lander. In fact, the lander, believe it or not, the, the lunar lander and rover were actually seen during the inaugural parade of Barack Obama. And I remember vividly Michelle Obama looking at Barack with this disdain on her face that like, whatever. And then she said something about she saw these people dancing around the American flag and she kind of said under her breath, all this for a flag, all this for a flag, she says. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, uh, just the just the whole thing left a, a sour taste on my mouth because they they did not even plan on this. Clearly, the Obama White House had no intention of going into space at all. And President Obama had expressed uh, this I don't know this he expressed this annoyance that he had about American exceptionalism and that he felt that. There's nothing that says America first or American exceptionalism more than exploring other worlds in space, putting flags on planets, that sort of thing. So, uh, it, you know, and, and now after what I'm going to tell you, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Joe Biden has decided that he wants to bring Obama 2.0 into his presidency. And if Obama 2.0 includes killing budgets for space and space force, then you know what's coming next, right? And I'll tell you what's been said and what's going on and how awkward and horrible this is. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, 
you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.